Hello and welcome to episode 226 of the Drive the Green podcast. I'm your host, Maddie B. June, June, oh, June, June. <laughs> oh, well, easy to restart that one. Yeah, quick little quiet. Hello and welcome to episode 226 of the Drive the Green podcast. I'm your host, Maddie B. Joined in Studio M this week by Bro and Ellen Harve. Uh, Knoop just taking the option one more time. Remember when, there. You, remember the guy when you guys thought that I you. The guy is challenging oh, you challenging. for most it's pods missed. It's a freaking blowout. Well, you miss a few. <laughs> I haven't uh, missed one in years. <laughs> he, uh, mm, I you, guess. No, what was it? Victoria, we tried phoning you. You didn't even. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That was like a year ago. It was probably close to a year ago. Um, what is he doing? Playing in the Saskam? Whatever. Whatever, I what guess. What kind of scrambles that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's up there. He's going to call in later to tell us about his weeks, his booze count, his birdie count, um, and then get into the open preview with us. Uh, on this episode, though, uh, good old Moose Jaw slash Moss Bank boy Danny Saul joins the show. Corey Connors caddy. Um, nice to have a local guy come on. 226 episodes. A little, little overdue, let's call it. Uh, so you guys weren't even there. Uh, Knoop and I hopped on a Zoom. He's over in Scotland right now. Um, they walked the course today so we had a chance to pick his brain over what he thought about this week and and where they where they stand going into the uh, 150th open so we're going to get into that uh, we're also going to get into Xander Shoffley's now seventh or eighth career victory? seventh seventh as many as John Ram is all I know yeah, yeah so but, yeah. now now it's like we were talking about legitimacy of his victories but now it's like okay just one two second two time of in seven, a month. Yeah. yeah two of seven uh so okay now I guess he's he's all right. Uh, then we're going to get into Trey, uh, Trey Mullinax's victory at the Barbasol. So touch on that More a little impressive. bit. <laughs> a little uh, bit, but, yeah. But like I mentioned, it is 150th uh, Open at St. Andrews. Um, Tiger Woods is there, so I'm sure we'll probably talk about that a little bit, Harv. I guess. I didn't see anything about it. I didn't see him. You didn't? Yeah, he I is playing. If you didn't know, he is. So it. He's putting balls at Rory and everyone's clapping. Are they just reason. the best bestest of friends now, or what? He's, I don't know. I think uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll start. Not giving sorry, the, <laughs> not giving the milk away for free here. <laughs> um, but before we get into all of that, we want to thank our sponsors, Player Golf, plyrgolf.com. Use the promo code Drive the Green for twenty percent off your order. If you're a lady listening to this, uh, players now dropped their it's a big ladies. <laughs> There's ladies. There might lineup. be some out there. Well, there's guys who might buy for their wives. There it is. Yeah. So. Also, birthdays, Christmas. Promo code applies yeah. across the board. Anything on the site, promo code. Yeah. Uh, so use the promo code Drive the Green. You know what's the best product that they're making right now? Those shorts. Uh, yes. So we got our Unreal. we got our GD mile. Yeah. <laughs> we got our latest order because obviously they dropped a week and a half ago or whatever. So we got ours. And yes, I have a pa- I had a pl- pair of the navy shorts. And that back then it was like I wish I would have got more of these, and then he kind of ran out of stock. Well, they're restocked right now, and it ain't going to last long. Yeah, I got every color now. They're the most comfortable shorts out mm-hmm. there. Yep. And Best the athletic ones are unreal too. Yeah. So, yep. and that's the funny funniest thing about this is, for all of the good polos and and shirts and and um, layering pieces, if, as you will. Like a lot of that stuff is unbelievable, but then you just wouldn't think, well, oh, shorts. Yeah. Like, don't sleep on them. Order don't sleep them. on the joggers. Yeah. yeah. So, glad, really glad Chase went down that avenue. Uh, we're also members of Team Callaway. Um, yeah. So, oh, I guess I should 
talk about Duff's last couple. Last week, I mentioned he's only got a couple of these left. So he's got two for us this week, two fittings. And then he said it's done for the year. Uh, hmm. He's got Nippon Evergreen on Friday. And then after that, he's like, oh, right. And Shellbrook Hidden Hills Golf Course on Wednesday. So I guess I set him in the opposite order. But Wednesday and Friday. Shellbrook 18. Hidden Hills. I think so. I don't know. Probably something we should look 18. up real quick before uh, it is 18. Make an ass. Yeah. Okay, good. That's um, right by Spearwood, isn't it? Ish. And right before we came on, he sent us a message that um, Foresight is now the official tracking software of Callaway Golf. Trackman no more. Hmm. Foresight taking over the torch uh, for Callaway. So, little tidbit there. Um, third Do you sponsor. Think there's on anything this. different different between those things? Canoop would say there were there is. Yeah, but he's not here. Like, do you guys think? No. They turn your mic up, Harp. Um, they're probably very similar. I would like it's all just the same thing, is it not? Yeah. Which one needs the stickers? I think that's old technology. No. Oh. I don't think there's any stickers anymore. Canoop would tell us if he was here, but well, again, took the option. Yeah, so I mean, we have to say Foresight's better, right? Like, that's, I assume they wouldn't go backwards. Yeah. they'd go forwards. <laughs> Or some or foresight's got deeper pockets. Money talks. Yep. Yeah. Um, third lit. Third on the list. Churchill. Bruno had a chance to go up and tour the old facility up there. So yep. one, we'll talk about that in your weeks. But yep. two, you brought some lawnmowers back. So we're enjoying those right yeah. now. Time. And I'm not saying this because they're a sponsor. But man, do I love lawnmowers. Oh. Like, they're my favorite beer. They're I easily agree. my favorite beer. <laughs> yeah, you you got one on the list. That's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like I've been drinking Michelob's, Bud Lights, uh, Pile Tasteless. of Bones, Pile of Bones, White IPAs, all, you know, you name it under the sun, I'll have it. I've even started drinking Caesars. Um, Caesars in a can. Thanks Start. to you guys. <laughs> Thanks to you guys. 37 years old. <laughs> Thanks to you guys in Toronto. <laughs> I had my first in Toronto, and I've had probably 15 of them since. I still don't believe that. It was your <laughs> first one ever. First Caesar in a can. Yeah. Oh, in a can. I have Caesars all the time at my dad's house. Okay. Yeah, my dad makes a mean Caesar. So okay. Christmas, well, first any holidays, yeah. any holidays, that type of stuff, get a Caesar from him. Granted, I don't usually finish them, but I usually get one. But these Caesars in a can, man, I'll tell you. But anyway, none of those compare to the lawnmowers. So I uh, can't wait for your week so we can hear more about it. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, members of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network proudly presented by Connexus and Directors. Ah, uh, you did do it, eh? Okay. Yeah. All Until right. we get a cease and desist <laughs> saying, hey, it's not around anymore. Stop saying they're a sponsor. I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, all right. Weeks. Harv, you want to go first? Yeah, why Nothing. not? I didn't do anything. Yep. Right. Um, I, did. I did? Golfed. Oh, I golfed. Three times. Yeah. That's something. Um, made four birdies. Game that, is kind of in a bit of a limbo area right now. If I'm good, if I'm bad, if I'm completely out to lunch, I don't know. Um, so that's interesting. Every shot I stand over, I legitimately have no idea. Yeah. So that's fun. I don't like that. It's a, it's a bad place to be. Been there. And it's like, do you think... By focusing more, you'll 
execute better? No, I don't. No. I stand over and I try and visualize and and hit a shot, and then it just goes the complete opposite no, direction. I think, I and think then it's like, do you just stand up, get up there, and just smack it, and just yeah. let the natural? I you know. have been playing this for twenty five years. Like, yeah. I no, know that ain't working either. Like, I know what you need. You need an evening round. Yeah, the booze flow. When was the last time you had a booze flow in evening round? Have you yeah. had one this year? Don't don't uh, think. Yeah. Just step At, up and uh, hit it. No, outside of Toronto, have you had one? No, I don't think I've played any. Imagine, imagine <laughs> being thirty, whatever, nine years old. Same age as Bruno. Let's not forget this. Okay, imagine being late thirties, playing golf all summer long so far. How many rounds are yet? Like 25. 25 rounds. (laughs) Stay with me. Imagine being late 30s, 25 rounds. One of them is an evening round with booze. In Toronto. (laughs) Like, no, you haven't even been, you haven't even played night golf at your own home course. Yes, I did. One One time time I took uh, my son out. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. (laughs) You actually haven't even experienced golf yet this year. Well, I experienced the best time to golf in the morning. Like Have you played times. in the afternoon? Like a few times. A couple times. A couple <laughs> times, yeah. <laughs> He's had less than five of his 25 rounds in an actual enjoyable atmosphere. They're always in the morning when he's got to go to work. That's the <laughs> best time. The best weather. No, you need to that get loosey-goosey. Oh, that's golf. You need to get loosey-goosey. That's not golf. You're uh, anyways, what else? Boost count? Well, that's easy. Zero. No. 237 on the I st- year I stand by my comments <laughs> Four four birdies in three rounds uh, And other than that Just pool The pool is just rocking In the backyard right now Yeah Kids in are loving it Every every day In there just You got uh, Getting a tan Neighbors coming over Unannounced yet or Nope Okay that's They cool. probably hear those kids screaming And all oh, their yeah. kids are just like All I want to do is go over to the Harvey's Or they hear those kids screaming And they're like God those kids are annoying Because <laughs> that's what I'm thinking And they're my kids <laughs> Oh. <laughs> like, Dad's trying to watch TV in here. <laughs> um, right on. Um, I'm going to piggyback on yours because Bruno will go last to talk about the tour. Um, I'm actually in the opposite spot with my game. I'm a known, not not very good drunk player. Or, you know, I'm I, in the pocket's good, but once I get out of the pocket, not so good. I'm finding that I'm starting to get to the point where. Drunk or not, my game is exactly the same. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like mm-hmm. consistency-wise, so I played in the Mushta Warriors Alumni Tournament on Friday. I played around before that to warm up, and then on Friday, so scramble around, had had some drinks. My game was consistently mediocre that day, so I didn't got a little bit pinned. Didn't get any worse. Didn't get any better. So I was just. I think I'm kind of at that point now where I can just. Or maybe it's just my uh, my uh, effectiveness tolerance. Tolerance, tolerance to alcohol during the round. Uh, hmm. But big big takeaway from I that. What the, what's the word for that? <laughs> when you just it doesn't affect you. It just kind of makes you feel normal every day. <laughs> I I can't think of it. If, there, if there's uh, a number to call, I don't know. Maybe you should. Um, <laughs> on that note, one takeaway. I was playing with uh, souls that follow us on social media. I was playing with Tate Popple, Warrior alumni, ace on the eighth hole. Um, do you guys want to talk about what happened? 
I don't this care. Is a, this is a, we'll, we'll maybe get some the fact feelers. The yeah, 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 so we'll get some feelers uh, from the listeners, and they can send us messages if they want. So how it played out is eighth hole at our home course, trees in front. Looked like he wasn't going to clear the trees with driver. So hits the ball. I'm like, no, I think it clipped a tree. He's like, no, I think I saw it land on the back of the green. So it's like, okay, took his word for it because you guys know me. I can't see shit. But just the way that it went up, didn't think it was going to get over the trees. We go there. Can't find the ball in the bunker out front where if it would have hit the tree, that's where it would have landed. Couldn't find it deep, which was OB. So we're like, well, if you saw it hit the back of the green, this is all hard stuff. Probably went over. So they're playing a scramble. They hadn't picked up one of the other guy's balls yet. So basically declared it lost because they went and hit the other guy's ball. Mm-hmm. Hit the ball, got it onto the green. First guy, Tate, putts, goes in, goes to grab the ball out of the hole. His other ball's in there. Hard luck, man. So everyone obviously, or- everyone obviously goes bananas. <laughs> goes bananas. They're like, yeah, ace, take all the pictures celebrate all that stuff and then i post in the group chat and then you guys obviously of right minds immediately remind me wait what happened (laughs) and so then i'm like yeah you guys are right like that shouldn't have counted so then um basically one of the guys that runs the tournament so to speak is playing in that group so i walk over to him like hey just letting you know like that kind of doesn't count. <laughs> so, so I was like, I want it to count. The ball was in, yeah. so technically the hole is over then. But they you declared kept playing. it lost. They declared it lost. Hit another ball. So, I, so anyway, tournament organizer comes over and he's just like, if anyone tries to fucking say that that doesn't count, this tournament's over forever. <laughs> and he's like the guy that runs it. I'm like. Well, yeah, I think it's going to count then. Yeah, so, I guess it counts. And then, sure enough, yeah, um, it went throughout the throughout the tournament, and everyone was pretty pretty okay with it. Because, like, keep in mind, we're this Calcutta in this tournament's for thousands of dollars. Yeah. And that group, that ace, now moved them obviously three shots up into a tie for first. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, if the other two teams, and turns out they went to the other two teams that bought the other two tied for first. Both those teams were okay with it. So the guys that bought those teams, so it's just like they just moved on. It I was not wild. Okay with that. That'd be tough taking away an ace. And that'd be, I would hate for that to be my first ace. I would say you can absolutely count that as an ace, but I'm sorry. Tournament, wait. Yeah, tournament nice wise, bird. maybe not. Yeah. So nice yeah, <laughs> but it was the craziest. Like we were saying, like the fact that we didn't get to see it go in, like the delayed celebration, all that stuff. Like, yeah, it's tough to have your ace, that be your first ace because. Like, it was just yeah. like, he went to go pick his ball out of the hole. I was like, oh, there's two in here. The weirdest <laughs> the other part about mine. the whole story is there was eight people in that group. Not one of us thought to go look in the hole. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. Oh, don't, don't, right after I said it didn't count, we had a big, long discussion, and I felt really bad. I'm like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't one of the eight of us just go look? And the, pro- the reason why we didn't is because the angle that his ball went over the green the only way it would have went in there is if it hit a tree. And I said I thought it hit the tree, but I thought it would have knocked it down, not down and into the hole. So it was it was wild. So anyway, hmm. that, was, that made the tournament pretty fun. That tournament's always a great time. Uh, our team missed the the playoff by uh, one, sh- one shot. So hmm. me, Oh, and then Knoops was in. Knoops not here to talk about it. His team was in a playoff for the l- 
for, I guess, T4. There's a three-way tie. He was tied for first, four-way tie, and his team bogeyed the last hole. He just choked under pressure. He I wish he was here that. so we'd talk about it. Bogeyed in a four-man scramble on a the par last three. Hole, a par three on the last hole to not finish T1. And he showed us where the pin was. It wasn't even tough. Uh, so when he said they missed that putt on, on six from three feet, I knew exactly where he was, and I got it right because our team, the I putted last. The first three guys missed that putt low side. So then I played it high side, and it barely lipped, and I almost missed it high side. So it was like the classic, you go at it, it misses low, you go high, it stays high. So Canoop had the same putt. All three guys missed low, he missed high. So it almost happened four to guys, me. though. Just go firm left edge or firm left center. Yeah, like for sure. That's what I that's what I did and made it. Um, so That's why we beat their brains in at Legends last year. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that was that was my week. Um, oh, I guess booze count. Oh, boy. Uh, so obviously there's a bit of a piss up the night before. Uh, and then that day I had 28 this week. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. And then good. I obviously I kept it going. I was solo dad this week. So uh, basically to celebrate another day of keeping my kids alive, had a few beers each night. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, got away from me. 28 on the week, 385 on the year, and I'm 201 in the ditch on Jeepers. Booze Bank. Still in the ditch, eh? Uh, three birdies, two rounds. I am counting self birdie uh, at the in the scramble tournament. <laughs> Uh, I won a KP for it and then made the putt. So I'm at 17 birdies and 13.33 rounds. Uh, Bruno, let's oh, hear about the tour. How can I follow that? Uh, um, with the Churchill tour, man. So first of all, I had a week in Lloyd, got completely dominated by mosquitoes. Like they're like birds up there, man. And you hate birds. Small birds. Um, mosquitoes so yeah. are mini satellites. Those are weather changing satellites. I had the opportunity to uh, do a little tour of the Churchill brewery. Way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Way like, bigger. That was the first thing that when you sent that picture, I was like, "That's way nicer." Well, they call them micro breweries. Like, well, would you think it was just like teeny tiny? <laughs> yeah, it's <was> for ants. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, it did. It was significantly more. Like when you showed that picture of how many cans of lawnmower were there. Yeah. Whew. Well, also like the amount of kegs that they have. Yeah. Like they're There's a couple wild. other breweries in Regina that. We've went to and seen and whatnot. Not nearly that big. No, like that's no. what I would have thought. Yeah, you don't this win awards. Impressive. You don't win awards and have seven different types of beer without getting big. They're like, producing and the best beer in the world. Yeah, <laughs> they make they make the best beer in the world. Now, there's speaking of that Regina one, they are up to like we've been to that place. They have like fifty different kinds, and it's not nearly that size. They just make must make them small batch or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. So met with Mike there and uh, the brewmaster. Jay and yeah little vid coming out this week so stay tuned for that um can't wait to see the tap room too once that opens in september so if you live in saskatoon go check it out um then i played saskatoon golf and country club harv's favorite course in the world what'd you think just shaking his head the second worst course in saskatoon (laughs) sorry third wildwood (laughs) what did uh what'd you think i was in solid shape um I don't mind the layout at all. I, I thought I was. I mean, it's in that. It's in that second tier of Third courses. Third or fourth tier. It's but in that second tier of courses on, in the province, and it's quite nice, shoot? I think. Uh, Eighty-two with thirty-eight putts. <laughs> <laughs> Tricky. 
Yeah. <laughs> Were it's they fast? Enough. Not really. Just perplexed. I don't know. Yeah. I was just like Knoop today at Cook in his practice round. Just <laughs> the farthest away on every green. Um, yeah, that was like my scramble team. Yeah. We'd hit every green. They just wouldn't be even sniffing the pin. Um, so you hate the putter or the actual 38 putts could have been a lot worse? Oh, no. I'm putting fine. Like, I putted great the other day. Mm-hmm. In Moose Jaw. Really good. So it's fine. Just different greens. It's fine. Everything's like, fine. You go go somewhere else other than the home course and you're going to struggle. It's, I mean, no, it will. a little bit. Anyways, um, that's it. I had... Uh, so you had two big like events this week for your boost count. I did nothing, and I still had twenty five. So. <laughs> well, it was your birthday. Well, it was your birthday. An That's not an event. And let's yeah, not the forget, same age. it's a big event. You were drinking Calgary out of a ball. You probably had a couple, couple yeah, no cases ch- up there. No Churchills up in Lloyd in the LB that I went to. So had to get some Calgarys in a bottle. Like, how do you go top from one beer potentially drinking the best to the worst? <laughs> yeah, sorry, top one. I said top one beer in a bottle. Yeah. Lawmores are the best beer. Sometimes period. you just want to drink out of a bottle. Um, mm-hmm. I get that, but so twenty-five this week, just kind of threed them to death. Up to four forty in one ninety-one. Four forty. So, yeah, it's getting up there. <laughs> I actually, when I said three hundred one there, I thought I was or two eighty-five or what? what You're three eighty-five. Oh shit! <laughs> I was gonna say when I said two eighty-five, I thought I wasn't. Wasn't was getting close to him, but I'm still 150 back. No, it's only like 60 back. No, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, coming. That's right, that's right. Coming from uh, birdie count eight this week, 43 on the year. Nice. Uh, we'll, so we'll get to Canoops when uh, whenever it is he decides to join us for picks in the open preview. Yeah. Before we get into Danny Saul though, because he's part of our open preview, let's quickly buzz through Xander and Trey and the news, and then we'll get to Danny Saul. Sure. You want to start with Barbasol or Scottish Open? Uh, let's go Barbasol. Trey Mullinax. Oh, Imagine wins. if there was a live event this week, too. It <laughs> would be the best tournament by a mile. Because <laughs> these tournaments suck this the week. Scottish Open was fine. What was wrong with the Scottish Open? I think what's the, wrong with it is Xander we'll won. There. Well, we'll we'll get there. What's wrong with Xander? You guys well, let's just start there, it. then. If you're the all yeah, we're starting. I'm not, no I'm, one I'm was not there. all horned up over it. but <laughs> You I'm were horned up. <laughs> no one was there. There was no fans at that event. It, I watched kids yeah. were up kids were up early a couple of mornings obviously so I I pitted in to watch some and I was bored yeah like just like the way really the broadcast bored. is though, the I broadcast think. sucked yeah. like I, I was so bored imagine like being invested in golf and not wanting to watch it that's what happened for me I was actually thinking I can't wait for the Barbasol to start and the leaderboard I mean like sucked what. <laughs> But the name, like, unlikable. There were still big unlikable names. names. Other than Kurt K, yeah, he's quite he's fine. Homo yep. was up there for quite a while until he, and then he shit wasn't himself on Sunday. But, yeah. yeah, but Xander, you Huntley, whatever. <laughs> you don't like Fleetwood either. Well, yeah. he's he's just dead to me after picking him so many times, <laughs> foreshadowing, and uh, he never he's never good when I pick him. Yeah, that's like it's, Xander. It's crazy that. Um, Scottish Open, arguably similar conditions to what we're going to see this week for the Open. Wasn't interested in it, but I'm going to be very, very interested in in this week. Yeah. Obviously, it's a major 150 at St. Andrews. I get Last that. I get that too. stuff. Yeah. But it's just like the fact of it should be getting you psyched up for it by watching something similar. It didn't. No, it didn't. 
I mean, and then, man. and then Xander wins. It's like if Djokovic was playing <laughs> Nick Cur- How Curios. Do you Curios? Curios. If he was playing him in, in like some random tournament, no one would be watching it. That's yeah, my playing fa- at Wimbledon, everybody's watching That's it. That's my right. favorite thing about tennis is like it's never on unless it's a major. Like never on. <laughs> it's just like it's never. Really, I've never watched any other tennis like event. They I've have watched like, maybe they one, have that one in R- Toronto yeah, or whatever, and like they have one in like one San Jose that they always show. I've watched like one Indian shot Ross. of those. Yeah, like, that's ex- it's exactly true. They don't even show the middle. It's like you. They actually do play every week, and it's crazy because yes. it's the same fucking guys that win every single major too. Exactly. <laughs> oh, these guys are back on. <laughs> like, but it, I think it's the fact that they can sh- they can fill time slots for two and a half weeks for those tournaments, yeah. whereas their regular two week events because they play every every whatever two weeks I guess not every week, and it's just yeah they're. They're just the tenth, the twelfth to a hundredth in the world play, and the top twenty only play in majors. Yeah. It seems, but anyway, yeah, it's just wasn't uh, wasn't feeling it this week. Yeah, so and I mean, doesn't help Xander wins. What? <laughs> said it. That's Canute, the third time. Canute's not here to defend I might, him. I might say it five more times. <laughs> um, Callaway guy though. Yeah, yep. that's good. Same Almost amount of PGA Tour wins as John Rahm. I think we touched on that a little bit. Yeah, that's um, shocking. He won twice this week. He won the Pro-Am on Tuesday. Yeah. So, does that count? So, eight wins. So, odds-on favorite they to win. Like they were Counts covering that more than they yeah. were covering the Barbasol. <laughs> yeah. Won that hand trophy. Yes. A little creepy there. Severed hand, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. I had a... Oh, uh, just back to the whole Xander winning and, and saying that it was boring. He's a Callaway guy, and I like made an actual decision to not say that in the sponsored by Callaway. Hmm. Like just like consciously was like, all right, Xander's it. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna breeze by this into the fittings this week <laughs> <laughs> at the start of the pod. Uh, the the trophy was like a just like a walk, you know, like a walk. Yeah, like a cooking walk. Yes, almost bought one the other day. Like just cause. Well, the other the one I have isn't old. You can have ours. Aaron hasn't used it in months. Obviously, she doesn't need it. Hmm. Anyways, Anyways yeah. it's on like a little podium. That's what the trophy looked like. So it looks like it looked like the FedEx Cup. No, not quite. More it's of fair, like fairly walk like. Yeah, but this like looks like a legit like an actual walk that they just like glued onto a piece of wood. Hmm. The FedEx Cup, like at least it's unique. I mean, I'll give them that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's not great. Um, what else happened this one? That was awesome. Great recap. We talked about who won, and we talked about the trophy. Oh, there's, we went on to the there's the others like notable things here. I'm sure Brona wants to talk about how the tea time AM PM oh, yeah. guys got screwed. Uh, PM AM got screwed. Yeah, PM AM, yeah. yes, guys. Yeah. Should I mean? Are you saying it should yeah, have been a shotgun? Starts with an S. <laughs> I'm not saying it. It just happened. Just happened that way. Do you think they could go to a shotgun for? Well, they have too many players. Shotgun for the first two rounds, but again, too many players can't get them all on. No, I don't know how you get around it. Like it's just tough luck. Are are people keeping stats on who gets the bad bad draws? I bet you they're probably on it. I bet you they're nerds on it. I bet you they're even. They might have like a track. I, I think there's like got to no, be. No, I don't system. mean like 
Well, they gave all the live guys the bad draw at the U.S. Open. That's right. But I don't. I don't mean like it's even. I'm sure it evens out throughout the year that you start as many okay, early yeah. late. What's I'm qu- saying, how many guys have gotten screwed because of that? Like yeah. just the weather that week. If it's perfect weather both days, it doesn't matter. Yes, but like this week, those people who went PMAM. Oh, got screwed. keep track about yeah. keep how track. bad of a draw you've gotten. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That and has then to factor be. that into the next time there's b- bad weather expected. To even that part of it out. Yeah, sure. But I think... Get the nerds on it. Yeah. The nerds need to get on that. Um, well, we could start. We could become those nerds. <laughs> <laughs> we got enough to do. I'm, I, we could. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Who wants to take that on? Um, <laughs> Reach out to us. You can be our stats guy. <laughs> yeah. That would be... If someone was someone eager. wants to be if someone wants to join the pod as the stats guy, you can come on every fifth episode and talk stats. I honestly thought that was gonna be Canute, Canute. the nerd. Yeah. But what guys, he, golf's got, too much. he golfs too much, he's not the nerd, and now you're the video guy, so <laughs> yeah. when do we tell him that <laughs> <laughs> please return all the Callaway equipment? <laughs> <laughs> but some may argue that now he has his plate has opened up, so to speak. To be the to nerd, be the nerd yeah, that he's, okay. we've always thought he was going to be. Okay, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Um, Ju Young Kim finished solo third. He's 20 years and 19 days old. Uh, he's the youngest player to ever crack the top 50 in the world golf rankings. He's up to what? 36, 36 or 37th, I think. Oof. I mean, yeah. I assume it's the Asian Tour loophole Jazz that's got him up one. there. But, but hey. He's still, still doing, doing it, it. and still he's doing it. competing with the best in th- this week. So he's the new Jazz. But when, when's he jumping ship? That's that's the other thing is, he, even if you use that tour to gain these world ranking points, but then he comes over here and he gets top five. Yep. So if he does well at the Open, then you can say that he's actually earned it. Yep. Yeah, not like Jazz, who does it and then finishes dead last in every <laughs> <laughs> whatever PGA they, event or Euro and event. WGC yeah. event yeah. and every major. He's just the yeah. worst. But he's, that always, was, he's always 48th in the world. <laughs> yeah, well, was now yeah, I, now he so isn't. But to 200 probably. Yeah. Couple uh, quick ones. Uh, Billy Horschel missed the cut, unfortunately, but had an all-time sound bite. Loved it, saying. Uh, guys are hypocrites doesn't really get it like you can set your schedule on the pga tour but i think he's missing the point like because yes you can absolutely set your schedule on the pga tour but if you don't play you don't make money these guys play 12 times and are gonna make dustin johnson's gonna make 25 million dollars for 12 weeks work whether he does good or not yeah i think but i think he did have the point because his point was the fact of they're say he doesn't fault those guys for taking the money. He's saying he dislikes how they're saying they're doing it for that reason. Yeah, he's, he's he hates saying, the reasons they're getting. Yeah, stop saying you're doing it to play golf less. Yeah, because you play too much. Well, you can decide that you just by doing that you might not keep your card. So yeah. he's he's yeah, so just now saying, it's the best of both worlds. I know it, but what he's saying is stop using the schedule as your your fall. You know yeah. your. Your reasoning. Just come it's out money. and say it. It's the money. Yes. That's it. There's Everyone knows that's what you're doing. Yeah. Like so. Uh you guys will get a kick out of the rapid fire question we asked Danny too about oh, the perfect. tour. <laughs> um moving on, Ian Poulter 
missed the cut as well, but good thing he sued this tournament to get in. <laughs> cut that, those two rounds. <laughs> that's funny. He needed a couple practice rounds. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't have just went to the old course and got him in. He exactly. needed them here. He needed to play here. I mean, he he's was, all about competitiveness. He's on that other tour, and it's all about playing was golf. Was he PMAM? Had to be. Well, I don't know. Must have been. Um, Hope not. That would have been the, hilarious, this is though. The, the tournament of missed cuts. Victor Hovland missed the cut. Um, probably had an excuse his clubs didn't show up again. Like, yeah. that guy loses, airlines lose that guy's clubs more than anyone in the world. Hear me out. I'm going to say he forgets to even check them in the first place. <laughs> he I seems could. like the type of guy that just <laughs> forgot them, period. So they didn't even get lost. He just forgot to check them. He should be trying to just carry those things on at <laughs> <Yeah>. this point. <laughs> then they're like, we'll check them at the gate. Yes. Then at least they'll they'll be at the front. Yeah. Or top you know, of the pile. Take a private jet. Or yeah. hop in with someone with a private jet. Yeah. Pay your pay or, your way. Or pay someone with a private jet to just take your clubs. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Don't even take my body. Just take my clubs. I need to yeah. get them there. <laughs> I will swim there if I have to. Uh, Keith Mitchell finished T thirty six. He he came out and said he thinks about the live tour constantly. Like keeps him up at night. Oh, keeps Rory up at night for sure too. Rory's gonna be. He'll be over there soon. He's enough. not going. Uh, it keeps Rory up at night because Rory wants five hundred million dollars. Yeah, and no one um, can get it. He has last it two before we moved to Barbasol. Thomas Bjorn was DQ'd. Same old song and dance. Signed an incorrect scorecard after he was going to miss the cut anyways. And Ricky Fowler turned back the clock for two days, Thursday and Friday. I don't know two days. What he finished? T fifty, forty seventh. Because was that right after I said Rick Fowler's thinking about qualifying for the (laughs) Open? (laughs) (laughs) Needed a win. (laughs) I think he needed top three or top five. He was like top ten for after Friday. Thanks a lot, man. Dang, hey? Sorry, man. Oh, we'll get to jinxes. Uh, Uh, Barbasol. I'll do Canadians at the Scottish quickly. Oh, yeah, that one. Uh, Connors, T61. I mean, what did Danny say about the... He said, uh, "I guess don't spoil it." Okay, I won't spoil but it. But he said something. He yeah, said we talked about talk, that. <laughs> he said something about his player this week. We I talk, guess yeah. everyone's <laughs> got to tune in for twenty more minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nick Taylor T fifty five and Hughes missed the cut, so not great at the Scottish, but nope. The Canadians. Let's start with Canadians at the Barbersall. Why not? Um, Spenson might have had the most disappointing sixth of his career. Yeah, jinxed him. Matty B jinxed the shit out of him right out the gates. Jinxed but like them. you jinxed him on hole 11 tee box the other morning too. Yeah, I was you can't double jinx a f- single jinx. <laughs> well, can't. when a guy shoots 62 in the first round, it's not really jinxing. Once you're jinxed, you're jinxed. Once you're dead, you're dead. Exactly. <laughs> All I was trying to do was draw eyes to the leaderboard. That's it. No jinx there. Mm, okay. Mm, I didn't well, say he's got to keep this sixth. going. <laughs> he finished sixth. I didn't say he had to keep it going. I just said Svenny Doe. That's it. <laughs> it's <laughs> enough. I, like, out of context, yeah, that's fine. But we were talking about the tournament and how <laughs> you'll get to Roger Sloan didn't have a good day. And you're like, then you said Svenny Doe. <laughs> so, I mean, the listeners can maybe chime in, but that sounds like a jinx to me. <laughs> It's a jinx. No, a jinx would have been how about Svenny Doe? Oh, no. <laughs> <You don't. laughs> or how about that Svenny? Splitting hairs here. <laughs> okay. All right, moving sorry. on. Pendrith. I mean, everyone said he was going to play good this week. He did play good. T13 just plays well at this event every year. Uh, Gliggs, T21. He's got a nice little stretch going. Mm-hmm. Sure does. 
after having to you withdrew from the Canadian Open. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, really putting it together since uh, then. Cockrell and Hearn made the cut T60 and T68, and then uh, Rog, the only missed cut. But hey, minus seven Friday, so maybe he's turned that ship what? around. What a weird round for him. If you said you went minus seven, seven under, in one of Thursday or Friday, like you make the cut in so many tournaments. Every tournament, yeah. Unless you go <laughs> 10 over in the first one, <laughs> in the other round. Yeah, that so, makes it tough. But you did you did it the right he way. He didn't go 10 over this time. He went 10 over last week when, when he withdrew. Oh, when he withdrew. Yeah. He was only eight. a f- few over. He was eight and then seven was... Oh yeah, no. Only no, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. He eight. needed to yeah. get. He needed to be eight under to make the cut, and he was seven under. Yeah. But at least you do that on Friday, so you can at least leave with a good yep. taste in your mouth. Go in the right direction. I mean, this this um, leaderboard is way better than the Scottish Open. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, way it better. <laughs> way better. Trey Molinax gets his first win. That's always great. That's true. Yeah. Uh, kids running on the green. That's one of the best things in golf. Yep. So there's that instead of <laughs> I know Xander's <laughs> Xander's dad kissing him on the lips probably after he won. <laughs> uh, so that's better. Uh, three Canadians in the top twenty is better. Um, but Streelman was Curly Long probably should have won this thing. <laughs> Finished fourth. Disappointing Sunday. Like it was just a better tournament. How was Hurley Long German? Hurley <laughs> Long. I don't know, but. There's He's loving the w- DP PGA Tour <laughs> partnership, yeah. I'll tell you that much. I will say the overlying theme of this week in these two tournaments is dude wipe candidates everywhere. Oh, yeah. Shit on the walls, shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. RIP Bob Saget. Yeah. Um, but, yes. Bad trophy. <laughs> Sorry, that's the downfall of the... The Barbasol. It's got a bad trophy. Biggest takeaway for me of Trey Molinax, we obviously saw him at the RBC Canadian Open. He's got one of those bright powder blue bags. Yes. Like Bull Van Pelt and him. I think they're like the two guys that have those baby blue bags. Love those. And, the, I mean, the birdie putt to win on 18 was mm-hmm. was pretty clutch to knock beat uh, the vampire. Yeah. So. And you would have thought Streelman was feeling it because it finished pretty late in the day. Well, if it would have gone to a playoff, <laughs> he had that thing wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> he was just getting his energy. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, Is that it? A <laughs> couple other That's ones. It for Barbasol. Uh, Nathan Petronzio, the king of the Monday qualifier. Missed the cut. Oh. Um, he's just peaking too early in the week. I don't know if he qualified today for uh, the uh, Barracuda or not. but. And then Grayson Murray withdrew and kind of said five more events and you'll never see me again or something like that that's what he said i don't know if that's a suicide note or he's <laughs> going to live but um oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and matt every also withdrew mid-round just walked her off just right on brand for him so there was that uh speaking of monday q patrick flavin uh was t t21 that was the guy that he's monday q a bunch yeah he's they were he, he finished winning. top 10 last week so he didn't have to Monday Q well, made I that know. tweet about uh, not having to worry about him in this week's Monday right. Q. Top 20, T21. Um, I'm going to quickly touch on dude wipes here because Tringali is a dude wipes candidate in the Scottish Open. How about Matty Schmid? Five over on Sunday at the Barbasol. Mm-hmm. T1 all the way to T8. But 
I'm just looking at this. Uh, we never really talked about picks, but I think I won the Barbasol picks. We'll get to it. Don't or worry. Tommy Two Gloves screwed me, didn't he? Or not? Or we'll get Herman. to it. We'll get to it. Me. Let's get to Ace's birthday shots of the week. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we already touched on one ace locally, but uh, Jordan Smith had an ace at the Scottish Open, and him and his caddy won a car. Ooh. So that's a. They should be doing stuff like that at every single tournament. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do, but they yep. should be. I don't Didn't know. Spieth make, make an ace too? No, that was Canoop messing up. What? He yeah. was watching an old clip for no, sure. No, I think he saw because it's Jordan Smith, and then I think. Oh he, my. No, way. that's pretty close though. It's well, only it's only two letters off. That's not close enough. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott Brown made an ace at the uh, Barbasol. That's right. Uh, was that ninth on tour? His ninth? Yeah, I thought I thought the the fine print of the tweet that Scott Brown was. He's yeah, got eighth the most, or ninth. He's got the most on tour since 1983. Yeah. Wow. I think it's Something like, like nine. that. I'd take one. I know. <laughs> Would uh, birthdays but not? Would you take it uh, at, uh, seventh? Seventh, ace, yeah, close. Um, would you take Popple's ace in the Warrior Tournament? Like, if that was your first career ace, would you be happy about? I it? I would hate that. I would count that. No, all day. Would, would you be happy about it? Like the way in which it happened. Of course, I'd be happy about it. Why he, wouldn't he I just be? Said no. I wouldn't be. Why wouldn't you be happy? Because you want to see it go in. I want to see it go in. Yeah. I mean, there's something. You probably could have saw it go in, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Eight guys. <laughs> Eight guys. <laughs> someone should have seen that go in. No. Like, your stand. Front right pin, that damn tree halfway up eight is in the way. Something. I mean, someone needs to like walk to the left. The, when they real, the real culprit in this is that he said it landed at the back of the green. I mean, get That's over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like three guys who hit it up to the back of the green to land it. Yeah. yeah. Me and two other guys. I don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah. But if it uh, did clip the tree, then it could have went over. But anyway. I I just can't be happy for anybody that gets their first ace. Or any any ace. <laughs> I can't be happy for them. I think I need to be in the round with you when you get your when you get an ace. Yeah. You'd still be and you'd ha- be happy for them? I wouldn't be. No. I'm saying you, because I just want to see your reaction. I don't know what it's going to be. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, yes, I'm all, I'm all about that. <laughs> like I don't know. Like, think I, I'm yeah, a jump. I don't know. Like I know it, what I would do. I've never seen him truly happy. Exactly. Like, I jump into a lake, or what? Are you, what well, are you I don't know. I, you're a complete <laughs> wild card. What's going to happen if you get an ace? Like I've, yeah. I've never seen you like celebrate. It could be he could break a club over his knee. Like, that could be how he celebrates it. You don't know. I might quit golf forever <laughs> yeah. after I do he it. Laughs. Walk it off. We hear him laugh. We hear him generally in a happy mood, but never never on the golf course. Yeah. Like, I need to be in that round. I want that more than my own ace. Yeah. <laughs> to be in the I, round when you get your ace. I want to play a four-man scramble with him where we can go, like, 12, 13, 14 deep to just see him, like, just generally. That's the only momentum. time I'm ever happy is in scrambles. <laughs> yeah, I know. Watch me. <laughs> Maybe Saturday. Yeah. Well, next week in our weeks, we'll talk about going to Country Thunder, but we're playing a scramble. We're not going to play a scramble. Yeah, we are. Canoop will never play a scramble <laughs> that, that round. Yes, he will. No, he'll have to Three play and shoot one. 68 or whatever he's going to shoot. Just to add it to his little grint. <laughs> just add it there. doesn't even keep your handicap anymore. It's just a useless app. <laughs> but hey, put it in that you hit it out of the sand to make a sandy par. <laughs> 
<laughs> like all I downloaded that for was because I thought it was a free handicap tracker. Yep. It was for a month. <laughs> yeah. Now it's not. Now it's not. <laughs> it's useless. Uh, birthdays. <laughs> um, there wasn't many. Just Brono. Now we're the same age. Uh, um, Adam D too. Yeah, Nicole. I had him on there, and you also said Lindsay Lohan. So I wrote that one <laughs> on there too. <laughs> I just was. I just left it up to you because. It's your week, you'd know. Yeah. Uh, shots of the week, do you have one? You said yes, you were going to do. do. Okay. I have Kurt Kitayama actually on, what hole was it? 16, the par 5. He's in the bunker, the, those pot bunkers. He's on his knees. On his Whoa. knees. Oh, it, see this? Like outside the bunker? On his knees, outside the bunker, hitting it. Okay. Splashes it out to four feet. Missed the putt. <laughs> That's Co- a great shot. Cost in the playoff. <laughs> That's a great Because he lost by one, story. didn't he? Great setup <laughs> of a shot of the week. Perfect. Um, it was an unreal shot, though. Yeah. You already did dude-wise. My shot of the week is the, I mean, no-brainer, Mullinax putt on 18 to win the tournament. Yeah. And then the fist pump after. Now that guy was happy. Yeah. And he's a big dude. Yeah. The first, knock, the first win, the fist pump? Off. Oh, yeah. Could have knocked the kid's head off with that thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get to Danny. Uh, Are we doing news? Oh, my God. We <laughs> have to do news after. We're going to do news after? Yeah. I was oh. thinking we'd do the news quick. How many news, news is going to be super quick, unless Perfect. you guys get a little long-winded. Okay, yeah. hurry up. Uh, you want to start with Liv? There's no tournament. No, there's always something to talk about with the Liv. We might as well fucking talk about holy moly, then. <laughs> what do you mean? Because this is it's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk <laughs> holy moly, I can add it to around the world. <laughs> we should. <laughs> That show is absolutely... It's like <laughs> MXC for calling. I know it is. Without the hilarious dubbed-in voices. It ain't bad, though. <laughs> well, it ain't bad. My favorite part about Holy Moly is the fact that they give all these people backstories, and a lot of them are golf-related. And it's like, yeah, I'm an I'm a ex-handicap. I play this, all this stuff. It's like, okay, now hit it off 10 different <laughs> objects and then jump on something while it's going back and forth. Try not to fall into the ball pit. And if you do that, then you get a stroke off. <laughs> Why is like, there oh, always an old lady? <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you've played golf your entire life just so you can hit it down a zigzag <laughs> that bounces off a, a clown's nose. <laughs> <laughs> not one ounce of skill. Uh, oh, it always comes down to the making that like three footer on those concrete greens. Yeah, and it, yeah. it's not easy. No, like yeah, I forgot to even put that in my week. I played mini golf yesterday in elbow. Hmm. Elbows. So those that know elbow, that uh, mini golf course that was completely in shambles. They've actually put some new turf in there. It's not that bad. Turf. Well, yeah, it's a mini golf course, just the astroturf. Oh, that's what mini golf is. Yeah, like on concrete. Or wood. Yeah. Or wood, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I'll tell you what, there's nothing turf, worse yeah. than a poorly upkept mini golf course. <laughs> <laughs> nothing worse in the whole world. Because I went at the lake, used to be the best thing when I Whoa. was a kid. Like squirrelies or whatever at Buffalo Pound? No, no. His lake. Oh, your lake. Yes. So it used to be good when I was a kid, and now that like there's been zero upkeep. It's just Oh, the one right in Waskasu Town there. No, that one is good. They just built that. Oh at Emma Lake. Okay, but uh, yeah. Anyways, live talk. Uh, it sounds like Rory's changing his tune. Yeah. Might be joining. It was very, very odd what he came out with this He's week. He's not changing his tune. He's wow. not, but he's probably just sick of talking about it. 
that's just you. Everyone else is just in love with this. <laughs> no, they're not. I think he just changed <laughs> his mind. He just tried a new approach to see if anyone would ask him less questions. If he's less oh, against he's leaning it, into it. Yeah. So if he's less against it, more indifferent, then maybe just stop asking him about it. Reverse psychology. Bingo. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yep. Hmm. And but I mean, that private jet, the winning team got. The best. That's unreal. The best I mean. was Pat Perez <laughs> just walking around with his hand up in the air. Million dancing. dollars for dead last. I didn't do anything. He's literally just walking around. I didn't do anything. Like, yeah, that was something wild. But looks awesome. Hopefully, that's it for live. Talk this. Yeah. Let's just take I, I had a big space because I thought there was going to be more, and that was it. Oh, well, I'm sure there'll be a pile of people joining out for next week. Uh, Score Golf released their top 100 courses. Mm-hmm. Um, two Saskatchewan courses so far. Yep, that's gonna be it. Mm, but so far, that's what. <laughs> I mean, hey, have you seen? Have you seen 50 to one? River, Riverside's hit the list, so it's only two. So far, yeah. And what was Waskasu? 83. Yeah. 83.64. Think so. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah. again, congrats and to, to be, so far. And to be and fair, tell one, I always out. It's so far. So my entire life looked like I'd always like you always pick up that magazine at the golf course yeah. whenever you, whenever it came out, and you'd look and you'd be like, "Why is there only two from Saskatchewan?" And then <laughs> you, you go, go and play <laughs> Eagles Nest and Copper yeah. Creek, and you're like, "Yeah, there is no courses in Saskatchewan <laughs> that can." Come anywhere close to these, yeah. and you're just like, okay. I think a lot of it has to do with climate. A lot, sure. oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. just the fact that they can, yeah, have like an we have so course. many good courses in this province. We talk about that lots. The bracket proves it, all that stuff. But it's just like you're playing behind. Yeah, you don't have the same climate. No. That's it. No. That's what it all mm-hmm. comes down to. You can't you grow the same have, grass. You don't have the mountains in the west, and you don't have the climate in the east. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that happened. That came out. We'll see what the number one is. But anyways. Well, um, we know what number one is. We do? We'll see what two through ten are. Number, number one's one? Cabot. Well, it's Cliffs. Oh, yeah. For sure. Maybe. It's, it is. Maybe. I, I can speak from experience. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Should be I can't wait until we go. We're going. Um, Circle it. 2024. Last, one, last two are kind of tied together. I don't know if anyone has heard this yet, but Tiger... <laughs> was at St. Andrews the past couple of days. Just horsing around. <laughs> just <laughs> taking pictures on the bridge with Jack Nicholas and hitting balls at Rory McElroy and just being a general nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> like could you imagine if someone just like playfully hit a ball while Tiger Woods was putting twenty years ago? We killed him. Yeah. Like you would have kicked him off ne- the tour, Doug. <laughs> Now he just gets to do whatever the hell he wants, and everyone's like, "We love playful Tiger," and maybe it's because he's irrelevant in the actual tournaments. But <laughs> he's gonna be fine. You think he makes cut? Oh yeah, top twenty-five. Didn't JT say he shot sixty-three? Okay. Yeah. Seemed calm. Said so he's the best he's play- best he's ever seen him play. <laughs> no, he did not. Yes, say he did. That. He said that. Yes. Well, yeah. JT was four when Tiger was. <laughs> dominating <Play>. golf. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. Best he's seen him play in person because he hasn't seen him actually play back in the day. Yeah, and he's just used to... Yeah, but... Hey, frat hey. boy tiger choking around. <laughs> uh, hey, next. I got no uh, problem with the tiger stuff. 
I don't mind it. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. What do you mean? I don't like the social media coverage of it, but I don't care that he does it there. Who cares? I think you don't care that he hit that ball at him. At who? Rory. Yeah, no, I don't care. Hmm. They're I'll, buddies. They're like best friends. I will well, say they played this. that round of golf together and almost broke the internet. Yeah. yeah. I will say this. I was I've well I've said it actually previously, but now I'm changing my tune a little bit on Tiger. I'm okay with the Tiger Woods stuff now only because I'm kind of not paying attention to it. So anytime I see something Tiger related, it's just a blur. So much out there that I don't even care about it anymore. So now I'm kind of back to being a Tiger guy because I just, I know that for Thursday and Friday, I'm going to get to see almost every one of his shots because they're going to show it. And because he won't be playing Saturday. (laughs) I don't know yet. His first two this year. I can't say that. But all I can say. (laughs) Drew made the cut. I'll, I'll see every one of his shots. And I'm not going to go on social media for It was those. like the nicest day at St. Andrews in the history of golf when he played that practice round. Wait till it gets cold and windy. Made the cut, man. Twice. Circulation year. down to that leg. Two for two in cuts he's made this year. Mm. I don't count the one that he withdrew. Next. I refuse to. Um, speaking of the British Open or the Open Championship, Greg Norman's not allowed to go. That's that's an interesting development. Yeah. Like, what they if he want- bought a ticket? Not allowed. <laughs> they just. What if someone else buys a ticket for him and gives it to him? Like they just got a sign at the at the front, like "Don't yeah, let this man wanted. in." Wanted. <laughs> they might. I don't know. I, I think he should show up as a spectator. Yeah. Why not? Because they don't want all. Bring the all me- the princes. Yeah. Mustache on. Pr- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't talked. I'm surprised. No, my name's Craig Norman. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't actually got the princes to get him in. Yeah. Prince, Why does he want in? Go buy the whole course and shut this tournament down. <laughs> Why does he want in though? Why not? Didn't he win the thing? No, yeah, he doesn't. He's won it twice. Doesn't like the PGA Tour anymore though, or that. He's won it twice. He just can't well, he win just any want, other ones. Just yeah. wants to go. Don't they have a champions dinner too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, next. Uh, that's it for news. Just Perfect. around the world. Uh, no tournament on the Corn Ferry Tour. No tournament on the LPGA Tour. No tournament on the Canadian Tour. No tournament on the. Well, DP World Tour was Scottish Open. Yep. Uh, just another, was it a major on the Champions Tour? Is that a major of the players? I think it is. Yep. Bridgestone play, Senior Players Championship won by Jerry Kelly. Um, Steve Stricker finished second. So he just goes second and withdraws from the John Deere, then finishes second. <laughs> Could have won me the week last week if he were played, but whatever. <laughs> Your replacement pick finished second. Second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> one is better than two. Yeah. Um, Ames was fifth. Weir was twenty fifth. John Daly withdrew. Um, no, Daly's got to get ready for this week. So yeah, he's got things to do. Yeah. Man, <laughs> what are the odds he finishes both rounds? Honestly, remember the U.S. Open when he came out hot? Yeah. Everybody thought he was gonna. He almost made the cut. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's better now than he has been. Like yeah, last yeah. ten years. Last I'd say almost twenty years. Yep. Um, and this yeah, was just like because he's playing with uh, Little John and probably rejuvenating himself. Yeah. Do you see Plus those videos of him just chugging straight vodka when he was playing those like just casual rounds of golf with those guys? No, no. <laughs> I saw that video of him hitting that ball over the highway onto that football field. <laughs> oh yeah. How many shots like, do you think it takes? I mean, take it's you? illegal, but it's John Daly. Officer just rolls up and it's like, "Hey, I'm John Daly," and they're like, "Yep." And they just get back in their car. Can I, see I your guarantee ID? you that's I see what your ID? John Daly, yep. Give it, hand it right back <laughs> to him. 
Yeah. Um, just the Crystal Vase trophy, but more of a shallow cup on it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. okay. I mean, you can picture it perfectly in your mind when I say that, but yeah, almost like a vase. chalice, actually. You know what those are? Yeah. No. Anyways, I do. Uh, yeah. That's it for news. All right. Time to get into Danny Saul. You guys weren't there, so you haven't even heard it. Can't so, wait. No no comments, I guess, afterwards. But you know who will be with us afterwards? Canoop. Uh, and we'll do the open preview and get into picks. Here's Danny Saul. All right, Maddie B with Drive the Green. I'm here today with Canoop. And today on the show, 226 episodes is way too long to have this guy on the show. But the pride of Moss Bank, Saskatchewan, just down the road, Danny Saul joins us. Thanks for uh, for hopping on the show, Danny. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you bet. So we're catching up with you. Uh, you're overseas. Uh, you're in the caddy locker room at at St. Andrews right now. So this is a, a perfect time for us to have you on for the the open preview show. So I guess tell us, uh, you know, your first thoughts at, at walking the course probably today and, and what we're in store for this upcoming week. Well, Corey's never seen the course. So I bet I was here in 19 with VJ for the senior open. Luckily I was able to, it was here at St. Andrews. So I got to see it in competition. And so last night we got into town about five o'clock and after it's only about an hour and a half drive from over at the Scottish open. So we drove over and I came right to the course and walked all 18. So it was just a nice evening, beautiful day here. It's probably the hottest day in Scotland yesterday. And uh, got to see the course, no fans out. It's just beautiful. So even today coming out here and seeing people around and, and the atmosphere is just, it's, it's getting there. It's going to be a lot of people here this week. Did you guys play 18 today or just nine? No, we did 18 because Corey yeah. needed to see it. During a yeah. major, he likes to see the course uh, for 36 holes. Usually we do nine a day, but um, since we played on Sunday, he needed to get that full 18 in today. Yeah. So initial thoughts, you guys kind of chatted about the course at all today? It's, after and during it's, the, the defense is the wind. Um, yeah. You know, avoid the bunkers if you can. And uh, yeah, it's... It's gettable out here. I, I find that if the wind blows, it's like I said, it's a defense. So it's it's just Corey loves the driver. He's going to probably hit the driver a lot this week. Um, it's the best club in the bag, and I think it'll be his advantage for sure. All right on. Was it was it kind of hard at times, or did you notice? Obviously, you've just been there. Um, did you kind of see Corey just in awe a little bit at times of and kind of having to calm him down a little bit, or, or is he kind of now at the point in his career where he's, he's, you know, starting to play in these on a regular basis and can kind of calm himself down. I've never seen Corey. Well, the nervous I ever seen Corey was at the Olympics last year. That's another story, but honestly, during competition and tournament play, he is as cool as I, I mean, he, he's, he hides all his emotions, but uh, he's just solid out there. He's he's ready to play, and uh, he's excited to get going. Yeah. Are you, are you carrying over a lot of things from this past week at Scottish uh, into this week, or are you just, like I say, it's another week, and, and you know, you feel – he's feeling the driver, and you guys are confident in that club, and it's going to be, you know, that competitive advantage he might need? Well, I think last week was a great introduction, just to kind of – a little bit of link style over in uh, the Renaissance Club. You know, a little bit of trees, you got to deal with some bunkering, got to fit it in the fairways a little bit. So just give you a nice feel for this week. Um, and uh, yeah, he's, 
you know, he's putting it off the greens. It's, that's what he loves to do. He does that a lot on the PJ tour. If he can put the putter in his hand, even though he's off the green, he's going to do it. So yeah. I think it just really complements his entire game really through the bag. Right on. Good, good, uh, good feeling going into the week here on Monday. Um, so I know we, we wanted to get that kind of out of the way, uh, right. You know, right away. Cause you're, um, you're over there, but now we got to back it up a little bit in the intro. I mentioned that, you know, you grew up 70 kilometers away from us here in, in Musha Moss Bank. So we wanted to get a little bit of the story of Danny Saul, right. From, you know, playing, playing golf as a youngster all the way up to now, obviously being on, on Corey Connors bag and, and, you know, having the success you're having. So let's, uh, let's meander our way through the life of Danny Saul. If we wow. Can. Well, I, like I said, I was, I was born in Moose Jaw, grew up on, in, you know, a, a farm about 20 miles out of Moss Bank. My dad's a grain farmer. And so, you know, learned how to tie my shoes on the combine and do all that stuff and spend hours out there in the fields. And, you know, my parents ended up divorcing. And so I moved into Moose Jaw and that's where I started golf at the Hillcrest. Uh, right. My mother met a guy and my stepfather, Barry Belvin, the Belvin family is a fairly big name in Musha at the time and mm -hmm. they all played golf and uh and actually so my step's side of my stepfather's side of the family was the golfers and his my uncle was uh a head professional in Regina and then he moved to Waska Sioux used to be the head pro at Waska Sioux so there was some golf I had some access to golf as a as a kid I started when I was 11 and I was a scratch golfer when I was 13 Jeez. So I peaked early <laughs> and uh, I played a lot of my golf with Prince Albert. We moved there and then uh, we ended up in Edmonton, Alberta. So that's where, you know, I kind of got my career started, junior golf, uh, tournaments, team Canada stuff, amateur uh, on the amateur team and ended up getting a scholarship to Kent State University in Ohio and turned pro after that and you know, I've, I've won once on the Canadian tour, so I'm proud of that. And, yep. And, uh, yeah, here I am. I'm, we could go on the caddy side. Uh, obviously the, the playing career was not as long as I wanted it to be, but you know, I still play as much as I can some tournaments and, um, uh, and I kind of got into caddy and through just needed another Avenue, I guess, to kind of afford my golf and, uh, <laughs> and ended up working out that way. I got a job with Mike Weir or sorry. Ben Curtis, my college teammate. That was my first introduction to caddying. Um, and I, I don't know if anybody knows the story, but my his rookie year, he qualifies and ends up winning the winning the Open Championship in two thousand three. And I did not go over with them. So, oh no, no, I didn't know that story. Yeah, this is a, that's a good one. So, anyways, last year's <laughs> tournament was at St. George's, and that's where he won. So last year was my very first open championship and happened to be at the same course that Ben Curtis won the 2003 open championship. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, we're here now and, uh, and, and it's great. So anyways, uh, Ben Curtis, I worked for, and then I played again myself on the Canadian tour and then I bounced back and I ended up getting a job with Mike Weir. I worked for Weirzy for four years and learned tons from him. He's a great guy. We're still pretty tight. And uh, anyways, there's lots of stories that way. But uh, 
again, I went back a plane. I ended up getting a sponsor's invite into Calgary and I finished second on the Canadian uh, tour event that week. So Mackenzie tour. So I ended up getting full status again on the Mackenzie tour. So I went back and I played another season. Didn't keep my card. So I went back to caddying again and ended up getting a job with VJ Singh. So I've been, uh, I don't know if they like me or what, you know, I think they like that. I love golf and I love to play and I can compete against those guys. And, and, uh, yeah, I got learned so much through VJ and, uh, actually just before VJ, I was trying to Monday and some events, Corey Connors calls me and I ended up working a few web events for Corey. So that's how I got to know Corey at a, when he was young in 2017. And then, I had to leave Corey for VJ because I got a phone call from VJ Singh. So uh, that was a tough one. I had to tell Corey, I have to do this. And right. here we are four years, five years later. And I left VJ for Corey. So here we are. I think, uh, well, do you think at any point in time there, it was like, uh, this isn't goodbye. It's see you later. And it actually, actually worked out that way. Uh, with, with VJ or with no, Corey. With, yeah. With Corey, you know, it was just a nice understanding. He knew he was, you know, he's on the web tour at the time. That's the name of it at the time. And he knew I had to, he, he, he understands the business and what happens and there's no hard feelings there. I, we had two top five. So I, I had him on his way. Obviously he got through that year and he was on the tour the next year. And you know, I kind of thought maybe down the road, I would, we would hit it off again. And we did. So it was a nice connection there we both went to kent state so we had our coach herb page to help us out with that and it was just a nice connection and and you know when i had to talk to vj about it it was hey Corey's going to be on the olympic team next year i think it'd be nice for me to be representing my country with Corey, and mm-hmm. so it was a nice leave of you know vj and i are still friends and it was uh it was a, a nice split up that's cool. yeah I, th- I think that's one of the things that obviously you're um, you, you spoke to it's if you leave on good terms and, and you're a good player yourself, then you kind of earn that respect of, of knowing the game and, and being a, an overall solid man. So it's like, okay, well I can kind of do these types of things and, and not have those hard feelings because they know that it's the best intentions at heart. When I, you're I doing agree. It. Yeah. Yeah. You never want to burn a bridge in this. It's, t- it's a tight knit group, right? So you're going to see guys and you just don't want to ever have that label on you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Do you so find gotta, that? Do you, do you, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. I was, I was going to ask you a question, Danny. So you mentioned golf up in PA. Um, I'm heading up this weekend to play in the amateur up there this weekend at cook. My wife is caddying for me. So to any kind of aspiring caddies out there, including my wife, I will also pass this along to her. Um, one tip for her this week or any new caddy that is looking to get into the game. Don't say too much, you know, just be there for you. Ask, get her to ask you questions, okay. get you engaged that way. Cause you know, you're going to be doing a lot of your own stuff unless she's into doing your yardages. You'll probably yeah. trust yourself more than anybody else. So have somebody you like to take your mind off it in between shots, which your wife will be, probably the best candidate to do that yeah so uh yeah i think just have some fun and i had my girl caddy for me up at the elk ridge and if you ask her something make sure she knows what you mean because i asked my girl for the 60 and 
I'd never had a 60. It was actually a 58. So she brought me just another wedge and I ended up have, it was just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> just to be very thorough on what you're asking her. Yeah. I was going to ask you if Mandy caddied for you up at the Elkridge open. She and, did. She loved yeah. it. Yeah. So it bet. was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. Um, my question was just going to be as, as far as, you know, being uh, the player that you are uh, yourself, do you find that uh, you get opportunities to play with a lot of guys or, or n- people in the caddy world are trying to avoid you a little bit, knowing the stick that you are, that uh, maybe we sh- we're not going to play any side games with Danny or when you go well, with. Yeah. Um, you know, there's actually, there's a lot of good players out here, but I mean, I feel like I'm up there. If they want to play, let's play. There's one caddy that gives me a little banter. He goes, Oh, I heard you're a good golfer. And I go, I'm okay. He goes, what do you want to play for? So there's some stuff there, but, uh, you know, it's, I used to play a lot with, um, VJ and, and Mike, and now I don't play much, you know, I take my clubs on the road. I got to have a club in my hand every day. I don't need to hit balls, but I can work on my game in the room mirrors, a lot of mirror work stuff. So for me, that's my kind of pastime, you know, I'm just relaxing. I'll have a club in my hand, just tinkering around. That's, that's fun for me. Yeah. So do you feel like being a better golfer, I guess a lot of the players, if the players caddies are probably fairly decent golfers as well. Do you think that makes a big, is a big advantage that you have over a lot of other guys? Yeah. Huge. Um, The more I play, the better I caddy. This, the better you're in tune with, you know, the speed, you know, what it's doing. And I just feel like it's, it really helps your, your caddy skills out for sure. Do you have uh, any uh, intentions of playing some uh, events or anything like that or Mondays or anything like uh, in the upcoming future here once uh, you get back to North America and Corey's schedule maybe gives you a week or two to, to target that or is it more just if you have the opportunity, you might go and do it? Yeah, I'm actually I'm playing pretty good right now. I played in a member guest at Country Club Charleston and we won it. So I played Sage Valley a week, a month ago, I shot 65. So it's like, it's still there. Right. So, and I'm just, when I'm out here, I'm actually, I'm asking, so what is the difference, you know? So I'm getting, I'm learning so much still and, and I can apply it to my own game. And I feel like it's just making me a better player and I'm stronger than when I was a player. And so there's a lot of good advantages of it. And I know a lot of guys that have done this and a few have succeeded. Alvin Choi, you know, he was caddying out here a little bit, Canadian guy. And, you know, he was caddying for Sun JM and he came back and he found his game again. So it's just a nice different perspective on golf and, and being around it at the highest level. It just will, will only improve your own game. Right. Awesome. So do you get, do you get to come back to Saskatchewan much? I know you played Elkridge last year, but uh, I guess coming back, if you do get back, where is maybe your favorite course to play when you do come back or a place that you absolutely have to go when you come? Well, I'm just, I'm happy just to play anywhere. Like, yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of the Willow Bunch golf course. Oh yeah. But it's tight. Oh, yeah. You better bring some balls if you go out there. Yeah. It's tight. But, uh, you know, we just go play there. My dad has a little campground area, Thompson Lake. You know, it's just basic golf, but it's yeah. fun, right? I even play the Moss Bank course, the Sand Greens and all. Yeah, I played it uh, two years ago. Uh, and I'm playing and I'm playing Willow Bunch in a month. Um, there you go. But 
Yeah, those are, and, and we've done this, uh, we've kind of ran a, a bracket over the, the past few years about, uh, you know, it's just basically online social media voting and people don't realize all of these hidden gems uh, throughout our province here of just, oh, I didn't see that course. And then all of a sudden we're sharing pictures of these courses. Like that's in Saskatchewan. Where is that? And, and like Madge Lake is a really big one for us. It's like Madge Lake, all these people are like, yeah, I love that place. love that place. And a lot of people didn't even know there was a course out there until the last couple of years. So. Um, well, Sioux is probably my favorite just because it's a Stanley Thompson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if Harv, are so... if Harv was on this, uh, he'd be uh, grinning from ear to ear because he's in love with that course. It is. I played it last year and I'm like, this place is so cool. Like these greens, the tree and the moon, just the wildlife that's on there. It's just, you can't find that anywhere else. So we have a, a little bit of a disagreement on the pod. Um, my in-laws live in, in Manitoba um, and they have a cottage up at Clear Lake. Have you played Clear Lake before? I don't even know. No. no. Okay. It's, it's a Stanley, past- so National Park as well. So Stanley Thompson design. Um, so we have an argument over which one we enjoy better. And he says, Velasquez, I say Clear Lake. But if you haven't played it, then I guess we, we can end that discussion there. So, But you, uh, you did hop into the first rapid fire. So I think it's a good time to kind of get into rapid fire here, Danny, to kind of tie this thing together. I know you're, you're busy. You got to get, uh, get some, some Guinness or whatever you need to do to wind down your day. Um, get the cramping out of the legs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Knup, uh, obviously asked for uh, favorite Saskatchewan course. Uh, what's your favorite tour stop and, or favorite course to caddy? Favorite Those could be two different things, I guess. Okay. Well, favorite course would be Pebble beach. Just okay. because when you're in walking in between, you don't even, it's just, you just look around, right? You're just, this, yeah. the scenery is just awesome. And uh, just, I don't know. I, I, I like courses that are not, that you have to wear maybe a pullover to, to caddy in. I just, I love that. Even over here in Scotland, it's just, you know, I hate, I hate caddy in extreme heat. It's terrible. Yeah. Okay, that's that's actually a uh, uh, since we're on the the hot slash I'm gonna say slash fatigue. Um, we've had a discussion over the past couple of weeks here if it's better to carry your bag when playing or push uh, a cart. What do you think would be the easier way to play golf, the less tiring way? Well, being Canadian and growing up with rickshaws, I I'm, I love to push. Yeah. I would rather push the bag. It's no stress on the shoulders, right? You just put yeah. it in front of you and just go. And you got to push it. Don't pull it. Yeah, Agreed. definitely push. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, right, right from Danny. So we can we can end that discussion. I'm I'm full push, team push. So. Uh, so weirdest moment that you've had, seen, heard about on a golf course? Uh, Canadian Open this year. It was on the 17th hole. There were some protesters going on and they <laughs> popped the red smoke bombs. Yeah. And everybody's all scared and it like the smoke the green out. And while that was happening, we had an eight foot downhill slider for dump for bogey that we needed to make to make the cut. 
And while everybody was freaked out, I was reading the putt. <laughs> we were right beside you guys on that. We were in that little fairway oh, okay. yeah, place over there. You know we saw, yeah, yeah, we saw the cops pull those guys in and kind of took some pictures. Like, I've never seen somebody get tackled so hard in my life. Yeah. And that one guy from behind. Yeah, there's nothing better than uh, protesters getting tackled. And then even when the yeah. ones that get away for a little bit and then they, they're looking one way and absolutely get blown up coming from yeah, the other side. that's what happened. <laughs> I love those. Um, when's Corey Connors headed to the live? Next question. <laughs> uh, so hey, I got one for you. Uh, is there a shot that you walk up to with you and Corey and you just know that there's going to be a quite a discussion about, I guess, what you guys got to do from there, whether it's maybe a layup or um, kind of, yeah, I don't know what else, but. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's funny that out of all the players I've worked for, Corey and I are like exactly on the same page. It's just like, I see, I know what he has. I know what skill set he has. If there's something he's not comfortable with, He'll ask me, what do you see here, Dan? What, what would you do? And I love that engagement. So there's not a shot out here. I don't think we both can figure out what to do. Yeah. But he's a risk management guy. So he's going to calc- – I'm going to be the guy that wants to hit at three feet. He's going to be the guy that's going to hit at eight feet, you know, and just make sure. So yeah, other I was, than that part, I was going to say he's supposed to be the reserve, but actually Corey's the more – let's – let's be sensible about this versus me. I'll see it a little bit. Right. And I wanted to get more aggressive. I was yeah. going to ask, do you find that you have to do that a lot where your, your brain as a player has to kind of take a back seat to the caddy brain and, and, and Corey's brain of, I want to do this because I know I can do this or I want to play this shot this way. Do you guys get into those discussions or are you, you're seasoned enough now where you know exactly you're, you turn your player brain off a bit uh, when you head to the course with him. Yeah, I kind of, I turn it off a little bit, but you know, Corey's such a numbers guy and I'm actually, he's, and I'm the artist. I feel like, you know, I'm the guy who's going to give him, give him all those good feels and thoughts. And he's the guy that's, Oh yeah, this number swing path is going to be this. And so he's, I don't know. I just think it's just a nice mix. You can't have two of the same. You have to have one or the other. Those are the best combos. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, what do I got next on here? Oh, it's not going to be an issue this week, but uh, what's your stance on putting out of bunkers? Putting out of bunkers. I've done it before. If it's called for, if it's just like a smooth, you know, infinity lip kind of deal, go ahead. But uh yeah. The thing is, these bunkers are flat on the bottom, so and there's lots of sand, but you actually need the sand in the bunkers to pop the ball up. If it's tight, no sand, then you're, guys would be, have to hit it out backwards. Yep. <clears throat> right on. Uh, do you ever use kind of local caddy knowledge? So you're going to a course maybe you have don't have a ton of experience on. Are you chatting with some of the local guys to get some? Well, today um, I couldn't meet the, with the guy because Corey wanted to start up at nine today, but uh mckenzie hughes caddy jace he was walking around with one of the local caddies today at nine so he'll have some information you know caddies we share information you know at the end of the day right it's the player that has to hit the shot so yeah hey we're just trying to get our 
player in the in the best possible, you know, comfort level to hit the shot, you know, prepared shot. So uh, he's he went around today, which there's some local knowledge, but I think it's right in front of you too. Once you get it, you just have to hit the shot. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's a good way of looking at it too, because I think um, maybe there is maybe there's some guys or caddies out there that that don't share that information for the competitive advantage uh, aspect, but I think it might be a little bit more of a misconception that we might think of, Oh, everyone's going to keep their, their greens books that from years past to themselves, things like that. But again, like you mentioned, it's, they still got to hit the shots. So these are so big that you just, you, you, you know, which way generalization of where it's going, but when you get up there, you just got to read the pots, you know, it's, you can throw those greens books out the door. I had those a few years ago here and they did nothing. It's just the conditions change so much that it's, I don't know if it's an advantage anymore. I think guys are putting better now than when they read the, when they read the books. Perfect. I was just going to ask you that if you think that it's made a big difference getting rid of them. So Perfect. All right, last one before we let you go. Um, unless you got anything else, Knut, before the last question. Uh, no. Well, I got I got one. You okay, touched you on um, you would <laughs> touched on Corey at the Olympics about a story. Uh, oh. I'm I'm guessing maybe it's a first tee jitter thing. Yeah, I'd never seen him that tight tight on the first hole because like they put you up there like you're on a podium from Canada, and then, and then you go to the tee and then you go right. Well. He was nervous about hitting the fairway a little bit. I'm like, what? You hit your best. You're the straightest driver on the tour. Just send it right down, you know? So I had to give him something fun to think about. But he, uh, you know, he's representing his country. It's different than playing for money. It's just a different feel. And I couldn't even get as much as he does because he was playing, right? It, I think my feeling would be different. I was playing versus just being the caddy in the, in the Olympics. Yeah. Right on. Cool. All right, last one. Um, put you. Uh, I got a tally going of who's in each column, so we'll we'll add your name to the list. But are you a Coke or a Pepsi guy? Coke. Ah, jeez. Okay, I'll put you in the list with less people, I guess. Um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, well, yeah. Uh, probably no Cokes or Pepsis tonight, so uh, we'll let you get to those. I'm I'm sure. Uh, are you enjoying yourself while you're over there? <laughs> It's Coke products this week here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All, all um, week, all evening, I'm sure. Yeah. All evening. Yeah. Today's a, today's a good day. I'd imagine every day uh, while you're over there, especially this week will be a, a moment of reflection of being there again and, and not sure how many times you might get there. So uh, exactly. very, I'll pick you guys flag, okay. Yeah, that would be That'd awesome. Be we, would, we would love that. Yes, all right. absolutely. Um, and then we'll, we'll definitely, uh, retrieve that flag from you when you come down and we play the Hillcrest for, for one of those, uh, uh we'll be th- throwbacks. Oh, okay. I'll perfect. Guys, I'll give you awesome. guys a dig, right? Is that a Saskatchewan word? A dingle? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it might be, we don't use it very much though anymore, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we'll do that. So Danny, thank you so much for taking some time. I know you've, you're in a busy couple of weeks over there We're we're very excited for you and Corey to to put on a show this week and hopefully uh, the game uh, can, uh, you know, can bring those results that you're looking for. So thanks again. I appreciate it. Thanks for thanking me guys. Appreciate it.
Thanks to Denny Saul for joining us. Uh, Knoop and I had a great time. Um, I'm looking forward to your guys' comments on it uh, tomorrow when you listen. So I like these surprise interviews that we do. Um, but yeah, biggest takeaway is he's coming down in the fall and we might have some content on our hands. So Knoop, you got any takeaways from that? Uh, no, I can't wait, wait, wait to kind of meet the guy and hang out with him. Yeah. He seems like an absolute beauty. So yeah. Um, you want to quickly touch on your week and your practice round and what you got, what the hell you got going on up there? Yeah, sure. Um, got home from the lake very quickly. Um, I guess talk about the week, come home on Thursday, uh, played a bunch of golf. Uh, that's honestly all that really happened this week. Got our pool ready. Uh, yeah. I played, what did I say? Oh, yes, 63 holes this week. Uh, 63 holes. <laughs> oh, wait, today's Monday? Add another 18 to that. <laughs> 81. It's only five rounds. So eight, 81 holes this week. Um, Four and a half. Yeah, it's playing pretty good. I'm hoping that it sticks around here for the next three more days. But uh, 15 birdies this week. Uh, that gets me... Nine, yeah. 91 on the year. There we go. Um, 19 drinks also, unfortunately. So 375 on, on the year. So it'll be quite a few less, I think, this week. But yeah, you're probably well. You might have to take take the edge off each night after each round. So yeah, that's true. Take care that's of yourself. True. All right, uh, you go, have you prepared a preview for the 150th? We gotta do pick recap. Oh, yeah, that's before pick recap. Sorry, we'll do every week, every week. It's before. Okay, sorry. Um, so pick recap. Um, I won the Scottish Open. Uh, Maddie B won the Barbasol oh, by 0. .33 <sighs> points. Because really? Herman nice. Herman was three over and he was like T thirty after Friday and finished like T seventy five. Seventy eight. So Scottish Open, uh, where the standings are: Canoop thirty, Bronell twenty nine, listeners eighteen, Maddie B fifteen, Harv twelve. Uh, so I had for the Scottish Open: John Rahm fifty fifth, Christian Bezuidenhout. 16th and Adrian Moronk missed the cut for 73 for a 48 average. That won the Scottish Open. Oh my god. Okay, just do mine oh, wow. and then we'll move on. <laughs> Canoop was second. He had Fitzy six. Aaron Rye missed cut. Uh Minwoo Lee missed cut. 51 average. Maddie B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie B. Scotty Scheffler missed cut. Keith Mitchell 36th and uh Bobby Mack missed cut. 61 average. The listeners had JT miscut, oh Mark Leishman miscut, <laughs> and uh, Rick Fowler 47th for 64 <laughs> average. And Bronell had Garrick Higo miscut, Callum Terran miscut, Colin Morikawa miscut. 73 average. That's my first ever three miscuts on the pod. We we made 15 picks. Only five of them made the cut. That's so bad. And right after we were bragging our yes. tails off about the John Deere, weren't we? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, we did have we had like nine of the top fifteen at the John yeah, Deere. Exactly. <laughs> um, Barbasol, Maddie B won. Like I said, he had uh, Hubbard third, Haggy twenty seventh, and Herman seventy eighth for a thirty six average. I finished second. I uh, got her up eighty second, miscut. Flavin twenty first, and Adam Svensson sixth for a thirty six point three three average. Uh, so your jinx was actually beneficial to you. Thank you. Hmm. And uh, Brona was 30 at uh, Hayden Buckley, 63rd, Gliggs, 
21st and hard case 77th for a 54 average. Uh, the listeners were fourth. They had Harry Higgs 82nd, Chesson Hadley 68th, Taylor Pendrith 21st for a 57 average. And Knoop had Bo Hogg miscut, Sam Ryder miscut, Roger Sloan miscut for an 82 <laughs> average. So 82 is the worst. That's so, the worst average ever because yes, that's it a is. deep cut. Yep, it is. So, so my question is, who picks first between you so two? So this is Me, what I was going to say. Sure. It's yeah. always the, high, the better tournament. No, but Ooh. I think it's the average. I think it's the average. It's usually it's always the better tournament, but these tournaments are both worth the same. So how can you say which one's better? Correct. Strength worth of the field. same. Strength of schedule, we know. Strength of field. We no. Know which one's better. No, I think one and two, so that's Harv. Okay, so I will pick first for the yeah, British Open, me. and then you will pick... And then Canoop because he was second and sixth, or what were you, no. third and third? He was third and fifth, and I was third and fifth. Oh. But he oh. was third. We just do each tournament. So the better tournament, the Open, gets the Scottish oh. standings. Similar. And then vice versa. Or the same thing for the other tournament. For Barracuda. Yeah. That'll work. That'll work, yep. We can get behind that. Okay. What's that? The So there's two tournaments the, again this week. Uh, Oh yes. right! So yeah. Scottish so goes Scottish open. goes open, Barbasol goes Barracuda. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. That's the open's fair. worth four, and the Barracuda's worth one. But it's whatever. still fair. It's fair. It's, it's fair. fine. Let's yeah. get here the preview. Preview time. Hopefully, we can hear you. Anyone ever heard of this course? <laughs> I'll do my best. Nice uh, and loud. Quick, nice so and loud. One, yelling in, yelling into your phone. A one hundred and fiftieth open, uh, St Andrews, Fife, Scotland, par seventy two. 7,313 yards this week. Uh, oldest course in the world. Uh, I believe it was like the 1500s it was built, technically. Um, the tw- this is the 29th time that they have hosted the Open, uh, the most out of any of Crazy. them. They come back here every five years because it's such a kind of prestigious course, obviously. Uh, ZJ won the last time that they hosted this event. Zach Johnson, that is. Uh, and Colin Borikawa, defending champion at minus 15. Fairly simple this week. Nice and easy. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's super prestigious. We don't need to talk about it too, too much. Well, nah. most we, we, yeah, we did most of it with uh, Danny. He gave us the loadout. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Canadians, we have just Connors and Hughes at the open. Um, right. So, Canoop, are you uh, writing these down? Uh, I'm going to do my best to keep up. Yes, I don't have my computer, so. Okay. Um, since I'm calling Knoop on my phone, uh, Knoop, you pretty much can't talk while I'm picking because we won't pick it up. Okay, so. list, listeners' <laughs> picks for the Open Championship from Richard S. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. He, this is going to be a disaster. He picked. Jordan Spieth, uh, Rory McIlroy, Corey Connors, and Robert McIntyre. Okay. So that's two from 1 to 25, one from 25 to 60, or 26 to 50, and one from 51 plus. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm up first. Harv's up first. I'm going to take Tommy Fleetwood. You're going to that middle zone first, eh? You have to. Yeah, I mean, you do. Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> I'm gonna try to try to go a new route and Well it's Knoop's pick. I know. No. But go on my computer. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I like it. I'm gonna go on my computer here to try to We're going the standings from Scottish. 
Yeah, that's brutal. That's see, that's a joke for you, because you got a you got a point last week, and Canoop's picking ahead of you in the four point tournament. I don't think so. He said it was. I fair. don't fucking think so. Yeah. I, I that's agree. a joke. Hey, what about the extra point that we played for on what morning was that? Yeah, Friday yeah, we morning? won that. Oh my god, <laughs> you snakes! You both, you. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Cameron Smith. Cam Smith. Cam Jeez. Smith. Yep. Okay. Maddie's um, up then. Yep. Me. I'm going to take uh, Tyrrell Hatton. See, 26, yeah, 27. Yeah, I wanted him bad. 27. Yeah. Ah, uh, fuck. I'll take the hottest player in the world. Jinhyun Kim? Xander. Yeah. Xander Shoffley. Okay. All right. Uh, I can't let Knoop uh, take him, so I'm going to take Fitzy. Yeah, I knew you were going there. Ah, uh, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> like he's surprised. Where I was going next. That's where he was going next. <laughs> yeah, of How course. about that? Oh. <laughs> uh. Can you tell me who our listener picked one more time? You guys kind of glitched out. I just don't want to say the same one. Spieth, Connors, McIntyre, McElroy. McElroy. Sorry, who was the first one? Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Okay. Not yeah. Jordan Smith, um, the guy that got the ace <laughs> that you thought was Jordan Smith. <laughs> uh, I'll take John Rome. Oh, ah. my God. This is getting bad. That was... Uh, I'll take Justin Thomas. Hmm. Anybody, anyone have any one to twenty fives left? Yeah, I guess you guys do. Yep. Yeah. Two yeah. of them. Yeah. Fuck. I'll take Scheffler then. I don't know why. That's solid. I'm gonna take uh, Louis Oosthuizen. Yeah. I talked you into him. Well, I had him written down, but well, you did. Not really. All right. I'm going to go Colin Mork. Now, isn't it Knoop next? Sorry, isn't it my pick? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's why that's stopped why I stopped. That's why I stopped. 100%. Okay. Uh, give me. Oh, God. Oh, boy. The clicks travel. Remember, you got to yell into your phone so everyone can hear you. I'm going to take Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. You're throwing this away. No, he's. That's a smart pick. Smart. I feel like there's a bet. Smart pick. He's making the cut. I'll bet you he doesn't. Okay. I want odds. What are you betting? No, you don't get no odds. odds. Even money. You're sure, money. Of You're, You're sure of it. You're sure of it. You're sure of it. Odds are better yeah. for him to uh, to make it. The odds are better for him to make it. Three to yeah. two odds. Three to two odds. So three beers to two beers. Six to four on the pod next Monday. I'm not here next Monday. Mm. What? Sorry to drop that mid pod <laughs> or this the next two. <laughs> yeah, he's not here for the next. You're not here for open recap, eh? No. Let's just take a week off. No, nope, we're not doing it. I'll uh, be there next week. So where are we? Me? You. Uh, I'm emotionally hedging here. No spoilers, but you guys will know what I mean by that later. I'm taking Cantlay this week. So, yeah. Because I don't want to take the other guy. Smart pick. Emotional hedge, though. Now I'm gonna. Ha- I might have the other guy in something else. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Oh, well, you you I will later. 
Uh, next. I'm up. I'll take yeah. Fox. Do you take Fox, eh? Yeah, 48. Well, why not? That's your middle guy? Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, going back to the well. Christian Bizwedenhut. He's still over oh, 50? Wow. Yeah. I think so. Let me double yeah. check. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Canoop, last pick. 1 to 25? Uh, so 25, or sorry, 26 to 50 guy. I'll take the, one of the guys I take almost every week. Cam Tringali. Yeah, the old dude wipes from last week. I think he's 49th in the world. Tringali is now 49th in the world. Can he take him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That's right, yep. Uh, one second here while I check my phone now because I haven't been on it. Uh, give me... You're up 51 plus here? Yeah, 51 plus. This guy hasn't been great. Take Kitayama. He was four, 14th at the U.S. Open. I'm going to take Mark Leishman. Hmm. All right. I like that pick. Maybe. Maybe. So just my last pick for 51 plus here? Yeah. I got Herbert, Kitayama, and Sink. I almost took Herbert. You know what? You have you have to take Sink. It's a Stu Sink week. Absolutely it is. He always is up there. Yeah, he is. Always Wasn't is. Wasn't Leishman in the playoff last time <laughs> CJ won? Don't know. Yeah, I think he was here. But Leishman's all the way down to 56 in the world. It was Leishman but and Usti. I think I'm taking uh, Stu Sink in DraftKings. Yeah. One time. Hmm. Take Her- Herbert, too. Lucas Haybay. Right, well, ma- I'm I gonna, it's a, it's a major, so I'm putting... Bez. It's a major, yeah. so I'm making like 10 teams. So I'll, I'll have everyone. Don't Let's worry. do Barracuda. What's the preview for the Barracuda? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Stables for There you scoring. go. That's all, That's you need to say. all that we need to tell. Yeah. yeah. And there's five Canadians playing Cockrell, Gliggs, Hearn, Pendrith, nice. Sloan. Nice. Rogers. Good for Cockrell. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so Maddie's first in this one? I guess. Let's uh, go quick on these ones. Listeners, uh, pick. Maverick McNeely, Ugh. Cam Davis, Taylor Pendrith. Ugh. Whoa, say that again? Maverick McNeely. He's playing in the open. No, he's not. What are you talking about over there? He's not. Are you I sure look, about that? I know for sure he's not. <laughs> Cam okay. Davis, Taylor Pendrith. Okay, Maddie, you're up. Well, I can't. I don't have. i got to pull up the field now. Coops on my phone. Well, you have a computer beside you too. Well, now I'm pulled. That's what I'm pulling up. Okay. Should Hold I just on. go first? No. I mean, no one's taking the guys that I'm taking. So. Well, I'm, I feel. I think I'm I coming. <laughs> I'm coming. Barracuda, right here. Just wait. Just you wait. Field. This is EVR's win defending champ. Yeah, Can't forget about that. EVR's at the open though. Yeah. I'm going to take Cam Davis. He just got picked by the <laughs> listeners oh, two seconds ago. I was too busy looking. I was looking. <laughs> that's the best thing that's ever happened. So who'd he pick? Cam Mav Davis. Mc- Mav McNeely, Cam Davis, Taylor Pendrith. Oh, I absolutely hate the pigs pick segment on this pod. The hate it. Unpreparedness it's those, of two, those two. All the time. All the time. Like, how do you just not write a list of six guys? <laughs> it's so easy. You can do it off the top of your head. I know. <laughs> <laughs> give me, uh, give me JJ Henry. <laughs> we're, go- <laughs> we're going deep. Um, I am next. <laughs> I'm gonna take uh, Brandon Hagee. 
Oh, yeah. you did have one of my guys. <laughs> I, got, I bet you I have all three of them. <laughs> well, I'm next. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm taking Vince Whaley. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. I didn't have him. Kay. He was good here last year, like sixth. Canoop. Canoop. Uh, I'll take Cockrell. Oh, nice one. All right. Back to me, hey? Uh, give me Doc Redman. I haven't heard that name in a while. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Ricardo Guvea. <laughs> I didn't have him <laughs> written down. <laughs> I do have this oh. guy written down that you love to take, though. Alex Noren. Damn it. Just cause. I got two I got two now that I want for my last pick. I probably should have picked one of them instead of JJ Henry. <laughs> Canoop, you picking? Uh, What's that? Your turn. Your turn, buddy. Uh Austin Cook. Austin Ooh, Cook. I like how machine. fast you made that pick. Uh way to go. All right, I'm gonna take Taylor Pendrith. He's our oh my god. We went through it <laughs> twice now. He's the other pick on there. <laughs> No, seriously. McNeely, Davis, Pendrith. Pendrith. Oh, man. Okay, well, I'll take Paul Barjon then. Oh, God. Oh, no, wait. Mark Hubbard's in this. I'll take Hubbard. Card laid is a card played. Card laid is a card played. Card laid. No, my card laid was Pendrith. No, your card laid was the second guy you said, Barjon. Paul Barjon. Canoop will be all over your candy ass. Well, I want want Hubbard. (laughs) Well, you got one more pick. Back. No, he doesn't. No, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> too uh, bad. I'm down to three guys. Someone's got to slow this down if Canoop's not going to. <laughs> um, mm, I'm going to take Andrew Putnam. Yeah, he was good here last year. Sucked for me when I picked him a couple weeks ago, though. Hmm. Me? Yep. yep. Well, I had Gliggs written down. It's kind of the easy way out. You probably should take him. Sloan. Yeah. No. Roger. No. I'm just going through the names and can't really Roger find anyone else that I know. So I guess I'll take Licks. Okay. I'm not not taking Sloan. Okay. Is that it? Knoop is last. I need a guy. Need yeah. a guy. Hey? Yes. You do. You yeah. need one more. Yeah. I'll take Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he wins. I ain't posting that picture. I'll tell you that. If you put <laughs> Hubbard down, I ain't posting it. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, pal. Thanks for thanks, thanks for hopping on. Uh, we'll be watching you, and don't forget to send us updates so that we can share them with the followers. So, Will do. My uh, tip for you this week is just don't give a shit. I know. I got to try to do that. That's a great, great idea. Just grip it and rip just, it. Just get your wife to uh, ask you stupid questions and yep. uh, talk about your kids all the time. Yeah. That's just gonna make them mad. That's a good point. Yep. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess I got nothing for you then. Just talk about All us right. the whole time. Yeah, just talk about what we're doing. And think about well, Craven. Yeah. Think about Morgan Wallen. Oh, yeah. That's like, I'll just sing. We'll just yeah. sing to each other. Maybe. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> also think about how the pre-round of Morgan Wallen is going to be a four-man scramble. Just think about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Is oh, he in? See, he might be in. Nice. So he's going to play enough oh, of his wait, own ball this week. No, I'd rather go play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you might be playing tennis because we're playing a four-man scramble. So. All right. Sounds if good. you play the four-man I'll scramble, I'll play you in tennis after. I'm going. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good luck. Okay. Um, and if you guys don't have anything else, that's it for us. Time for us to hit the clubhouse. <laughs>